Good morning and thank you so much for listening to WECS 90.1 FM or for tuning in through Clovercrest Media Group. I'm Eden Elizabeth. Today we'll cover this week's campus events, an update on Sean's Cupboard, SGA election results, and more. This week we will listen to some of our previous interviews as a midterm season review for the great guests we've had so far. And if you're interested in appearing on the show yourself, you can email me at fritzacquire at myeasternct.edu. Today at noon at the Mansfield Athletic Complex turf field, you can join Coach Rankin for a 45-minute bodyweight workout that will help you regain strength and mobility, all while training with an awesome group of socially distanced people. Email Coach Rankin with any questions about the Warrior Boot Camp. Today from 3 to 5 via WebEx will be poetry reading with Bessie Reyna, so you can join the art department for a poetry reading with Bessie Reyna, who is a poet laureate from the town of Bolton. Tomorrow at 3 via WebEx, you can join Cab for another trivia event with more awesome prizes. This week's theme is music, so you can challenge your roommates, friends, classmates for a chance to win exclusive Cab apparel. To register for the event, visit bit.ly rsvpcab. The on-campus free food pantry, Sean's Cupboard, reopened on Monday, September 28th. Sean's Cupboard provides free food for Eastern students in need of assistance. For a variety of reasons, many students at Eastern struggle to access food. Sean's Cupboard is a comfortable place on campus where students in need can pick up food. All the food at the cupboard is free. There are many options for food, and everyone is always welcome at Sean's Cupboard. Due to the pandemic, Sean's is only open by appointment. To book a time to pick up food, go to easternct.edu to their campus ministry page. Eastern also has a Swipe It Forward program through which students in need can receive up to five free meals in the dining hall per semester. In order to access that program, please email Dean of Students Michelle Delaney at delaneymi at easternct.edu. Thank you to all who donated swipes to this program last semester, and if you have any extra swipes, please donate again at the end of this semester. Today from 3 to 4 in the Student Center Theater, Celia Aniskovich, director and producer of There's No Winning at Murder, will be the first University Hour guest speaker of the fall semester and will discuss the documentary in the issue of dating violence. There's No Winning at Murder is an investigation discovery documentary that details the story of Alicia Wiley, an Eastern student who was murdered in 2013 by her ex-boyfriend. Wiley's mother, Karina Martin, has founded MoveInc.org, a nonprofit organization committed to dating violence education. Seating is limited to 20 people due to the university's social distancing guidelines, and you can register online. The bookstore will be closed temporarily, and they are sorry for the inconvenience. Please feel free to email sm751 at bncollege.com with any questions. In the meantime, the website will still be up and running for any orders that need to be placed. They will answer as many questions as they are able and will fill any orders when they are back in the store. Before we listen to the interviews, I want to congratulate the newly elected senators of Eastern Student Government. We have our President Robert Migliorino, our Vice President Miriam Espino, Secretary Nathan Fontaine, Treasurer Alex Rooney, BAM Chair Joe Mara Hernandez, and as our senators, we have Ellie Foss, Karina Torres, Matt Driscoll, Gerardo Acosta, Eden Fritz-Aguire, Kyle Garneau, Aureli Martinez-Media, Matthew Mendolia, Yamari Rigmi, Sam St. John, Rabia Sultana, Jennifer Suniga, Kalajana Sullivan, Trevor Roberts, Deshika Sangster, Humberto Sanchez Herdia, Jaden Swanson, Flor Cruz Ortiz, Zocheta Che, and Nora Amuch. I just want to congratulate everybody, all returning and new senators. I can't wait to work with you all in these unprecedented times. Welcome Emily back to the studio. Don't ask how I booked her so last second. It was really expensive. Emily, it is so great to have you back in the studio. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, my manager <laughs> let me squeeze in this time. You know, I had to make time for my favorite radio host. Um, oh. 
Thank you. I really appreciate that. And tell your manager I appreciate her and her leniency. Oh, oh, I didn't think know. I was going to get this lucky. You know what? Anything, anything for you, Eden. <laughs> I, I am so flattered. Thank you. So I have to start with this question. How is the first week going? First full week? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, most of my classes are online. So that's why I'm commuting. Um, I only have two in-person classes and you know, it's still, it's, I'm still like feeling it out, seeing how I like it, but so far so good. That's great to hear. I love it. And do you like being a commuter? I know you also lived on campus last year, so this is obviously a weird change, but do you like it so far? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I miss living on campus, you know, the experience in the dorm living with friends, pretty fun. But now that I'm commuting, I mean, it's different, different can be good, but, um, I mean, I'm at home now, which is pretty fun with my family, and I just come here to the library to get some work done, and so far, pretty good. That's awesome. So I know it's only the first week, and it might be a bit early to ask this, so you don't have to answer if you're not ready, but what do you prefer so far, the resident life or the commuter life? Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, okay. As of right now, I would say resident life, but I feel like later on, um, into the year, I would probably prefer commuting since I'm so close to the school. I mean, I'm only 30 minutes away. Um, so maybe I might like commuting better later on the, in the year, but as of right now, I would say residential life. I agree with you, but I think definitely once we get further into the year and, you know, we continue with our hashtag commuter life, I think I really like it so far. I'm not going to lie. Like going to meetings in my pajamas has been pretty great. <laughs> Like, yeah. that's definitely a benefit right there. That is. So this brings up my next question. You know, what would you change about the commuter community or what would you like to see within it? Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. I haven't thought about that. Um, change within the commuter community. I mean, what I really like so far is there's like a whole commuter page on um, Instagram and everything. So that's really helpful. They post a bunch of stories that like I see that like events going on on campus or anything virtual even that that's pretty good so I guess I mean something to change you know what would be really cool is a whole a whole commuter virtual like meeting where all commuters come together Ooh. and just like meet each other we all have something in common we all commute and we could trade like tr um commuting tips that is a really great idea. So something that student government was talking about last year before, well, I guess it was still this year, technically, um, we had been talking about uh, the commuter hub, which was something they really wanted to introduce and make part of the student center, a place where commuters can go, there, you know, there'd be lockers for them to put things in if they need, which obviously with COVID would not really work out, but maybe that's something past COVID. But that is a really great idea. And I would really like to see that. Um, have you heard about the commuter newsletter that they release? No, I have not. Oh my gosh. So they sent out this weekly email, basically, and it tells you about all the commuter opportunities on campus. <laughs> and this interview is going to appear in the newsletter. How exciting is that? That is so exciting. Oh my God, I've never been in a newsletter. <laughs> there you go. You've been in commercials, you've been on radio shows, and now newsletters. Newsletter. Add that to the resume. <laughs> oh my gosh. So do you have a lot of friends commuting or mainly on campus? What have you been seeing? Um, well, 
the people I was I was going to room with, I was in a room with a bunch of my friends and my roommate is now commuting with me. And so we actually drive to school together every day because she lives like five minutes away from me. So we just commute together now, which that's pretty fun. Somebody to sing in the car with. But I do have a bunch of friends living on campus that I see every once in a while. We hang out at the stew with masks, of course. And of course. uh, course. (laughs) So yeah, I have a bit of both commuter friends and residential friends. That's awesome. So I then I guess I really have to ask this then. Since you are commuting with somebody, are you going to do more karaoke carpooling or because after seeing the One Direction one, I mean, I fell in love and I think I need another episode, Emily. Your fans are asking. Oh, God, I didn't know my fans wanted it that bad. I mean, hey, anything can happen now that you, you put that out there. I might I might have to put out another episode. Maybe we have to collab for one or something. I know I'm like 40 minutes away. Mm-hmm. I thought you were much further. So, you know, maybe this is something that we could see. Oh, my God. I don't know. We're going to have a commuter carpool. <gasps> commuter carpool. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Well, let's not spoil too much. I mean, this definitely needs to be talked about further. I'd really like to see this happen. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I know your fans are asking about you, so. Oh, I love my fans. So I might just have to put out another episode. <laughs> Well, we'll have to see. But then, you know, this is really going to be my last question. But do you have any advice or recommendations for fellow commuters out there? Oof. Okay. Oh, oh, this is this is one I wish I had before I started commuting. Um, so you always have to check the Maps app and see, like, put on the route to Eastern and see if there's traffic before you go, at least an hour before you go. Because oh. today I saw that there was traffic and I would have gotten here, like, 10 minutes late so I had to take a different route just hoping it would get me there on time also fill up your gas before you before you start driving because if you just start driving realize that you're running low on gas that would be bad which I didn't do yet but we'll see well that is a really great tip and I'm really glad you mentioned that time management especially in a situation where there is no structure and no real schedule especially for commuters that's really important so i'm really glad you mentioned that thank you and the gas thing's important because i was on e the other night and had to drive around and find a gas station oh no Oh, emily i was going for like 20 minutes i was like the car's gonna stop at some point like i didn't know where i was i had no idea what town i was in but that's a story for another time maybe that's a regular interview (laughs) we'll see okay but that's all the questions I have for you. So I think we're going to start wrapping things up. So I want to thank you for joining me back in the studio. Well, the remote studio, of course, yes. because social distancing, of course. Of course. Today I had the privilege of interviewing Ellie Foss, who is a commuter and fellow student government association senator. Ellie's a really wonderful person. And I, once I came up with this segment for the show, I really wanted to interview her because she's been commuting. And I really thought that she would be the perfect person to have on the show. So, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you. Please introduce yourself. All right. So, my name is Ellie. I'm a senior and a commuter here at Eastern. I'm majoring in business administration, um, minoring in pre-law. And that's kind of what I want to do after school is go into law and politics. It's something I've always been interested in, which is kind of why I joined SGA, too, because I love politics and I love trying to make change. So, it's been really fun. And that's why I want to come on here, too, is just so I can raise some awareness for commuters and do a little commuter outreach. 
gotta be definitely and i know now that you know COVID is a thing um the, you know being a commuter is cool i mean you've been doing it since before it was cool quote unquote <laughs> so have you commuted your whole time at eastern or part-time it's it's been a little weird it's been a little on and off so i transferred to eastern when i was a sophomore and that sophomore year i commuted but then the next year, my junior year, I really missed living on campus. I was like, I want the regular school life back. So I went back to living at Eastern and I was living in low rise for a semester and I hated it. <laughs> so after that semester was over, I was like, get me out of here. I'm going back to commuting. And ever since then, I've been commuting again. That's super cool. So what is your favorite and least favorite part about being a commuter? Um, I think my favorite part about being a commuter is that it's just kind of more convenient for me because I feel like it's easier for me to work at home because it's much quieter. It's much like it's set up for my space, set up for how I learn. So I like to just be at home. Plus, you know, I get my family. I get free food. Don't have to pay anything. I get to be with my dogs. You know, it's just overall, I think it's great. Um, I think the hardest part about being a commuter is getting involved on campus. I know that when I was a sophomore and it was my first time commuting ever, it was really hard for me. Like that whole year, I had like two people that I hung out with, wasn't in any clubs, and I was just like trying to accumulate to this new lifestyle at a new school. So it was definitely really hard. So if I had any advice for somebody, it would be just to like put yourself out there. Don't like go to school and then go right home. It would be put yourself out there, sign up for a bunch of clubs, see what you like, and stick to them. That's awesome. So that brings nicely to my next question, because I know we discussed this in Stishus with SGA, but what changes would you like to see within the commuter community? Oh, there's there's lots of stuff that I've been working on, lots of little projects. Um, one project that I have been like kind of passionate about is trying to get a commuter hub on campus, like a space that the commuters can go just to get to know each other, find out the things that are going on, maybe have like little meetings and just see other commuters and what life is like and all of that and have just a good time together, have somebody who understands like what the life of a commuter is like because I mean resident life is way, way, way different. So it's good to get to know other commuters too and so that's one thing I've been working on and another thing is just having a little bit more communication between the administration and commuters on campus I feel like it's kind of hard like especially with COVID being a thing um, a lot of students I talked to me and they said well why are we not getting tested for COVID on campus like they were so confused they had no idea why and Frankly, I was too. I didn't understand. So I had to like reach out to everybody and turns out it's like because it's not a state rec requirement is basically the reason. And because if they say since commuters live off campus, it would be hard to get real like valid data because you would have to test them like every day to get accurate data, which makes sense. It does. So I think just having that communication open to all commuters in between them and staff is something that needs to be worked on a little bit so we can, you know, feel a little more comfortable. Definitely. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was looking at the numbers on the website this week 
And I was surprised to see, you know, there's four commuters who definitely have COVID. And yeah. it makes me wonder, you know, how many commuters are walking around right now and don't know if they have COVID because they haven't been tested. But, you know, they're driving around and they're on campus. So who knows? So I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. And that's something that, you know, maybe we can look into that at, in SGA with student issues. Um, yeah, I definitely really plan important. to. <laughs> Good. I'm really glad. Yeah, then, I'm actually, I just been talking to the Department of Public Health about it. So we've been, you know, having a little conversation, seeing what kind of state regulations we can change. Because not only is this an Eastern thing, it's a every single state school thing. No commuters are being tested. So I think that it's important to, you know, just talk to them and see what we can do about that. But for now, commuters at Eastern can go to Wyndham Hospital and get free tests there. So if they, like, feel like they are ill or feel like they've been exposed or even are just worried about coming back to campus and you don't know, you should take advantage of that free testing. Even at Wyndham Hospital, Bacchus Hospital in Norwich, they all have free testing for everybody. So it's really good to take advantage of. That's great. Thank you for putting that out there. You know, for people who don't know, you know, where they can get testing for free. I know near me, there aren't as many places or you have mm -hmm. to drive a bit further. So it's really important. So thank you for sharing that. And then I know you kind of covered this a minute ago, but is there any other advice that you'd offer to commuters out there? Um. During COVID, I would say just, you know, stay safe, keep your mask on, stay six feet away, um, buy a mask, <laughs> um, you know, just abide by all the COVID guidelines because they are there to keep everybody safe, even if you are a commuter, um, you know, we're all still part of the warrior community and just get involved, you know, even if like, I know it's kind of weird now because everything's virtual and it feels like it's going to be harder to be involved, but if you just really stay on top of it, you can definitely get involved on campus, even virtually. So do that, you know, take advantage of the commuter life. It's awesome. You get to be home. You get to have, you know, no living expenses as much. And it's just a great life to live. So it really is. I'm wearing my pajamas right now. I mean, this is a great situation. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And like, usually um, when I came here as a sophomore, I would be like, home right now but now I have a place in SGA so I'm in the SGA suite so it's really nice I can tell stay. by the sign behind you that's awesome good place <laughs> yeah. to be yeah yeah we got all our SGA fam here we're all working on stuff for the year that's awesome well Ellie I want to thank you again for coming on the show you are so amazing today I have the pleasure of interviewing my little sister Kaylee Kaybird welcome to the show Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So first off, Kaylee, tell us about yourself. Introduce yourself to the Eastern community. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Kaylee. I am currently a senior in high school. I major in musical theater. And my goals after high school are to go to Connecticut School of Broadcasting and hopefully get an internship on a radio station. Um, one station I've wanted to be on since I was a little kid was Kiss 95.7. And I've always dreamed of having an internship there and doing morning work there. I always thought that'd be really fun. That's awesome. So tell me how COVID-19 has affected your education. Well, COVID-19, I feel, has affected my education in so many ways, not even just because it's completely changed 
my everyday life, you know, I wake up in the morning and it's completely different compared to waking up early and like going out and getting on the bus and like going to school compared to waking up and being able to sit on your couch and like do your work from home. It's a completely different approach to things. You know, my school, like we have a dress code, you know, like you have to wear a uniform and home. You don't have to wear a uniform. It's like completely different. It's just changed in so many ways, and I feel like for everybody it's so different, and that's what makes it so difficult. But it's also kind of keeping it interesting. So, I mean, I guess we just kind of got to wait and see what's going to happen, right? You know? Definitely, and I was going to say, you know, now your uniform is pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wear pajamas a lot. I mean, you, I mean I'm wearing pajamas right now. Um, It's just everybody's doing it, so I don't blame you, quite honestly. Yeah. So, since you're completely remote, do you feel like you're missing out, like, in the experience? Well, yeah. You know, musical theater is a lot of teamwork. It's a lot of working together, and it's, you know, it's just having that relationship with the people in the group. And, you know, you I've built a relationship with all of those people that I've been sharing a major with for the past four years now and all of those people have grown in so many ways and all of them are so so incredibly talented and I've been so blessed to get to work with such an amazing group of people I wish that we could go back but I know it's not safe right now but it's you know we're just trying to get through it I definitely understand. And, you know, you're saying that your major is your team, like, especially in communication where there's different concentrations. But at least for my group within applied media production, we really need to be in person. I'm doing radio and television production. You know what I mean? So I totally get that. And for some, that's why I commute, because some of my classes, I really do need to be in person, like my radio class with Professor Murphy and my TV production class with Professor Amari. Like, I need to be in person for those because we're doing, you know. We're working with the software in person, and we need our profession to troubleshoot. And for TV, you know, we're using cameras and we're filming scenes. So I totally understand that, and I love the people in my major because you built that network, and they really are your team. Like, I text certain people I know for help with TV assignments, and then they text me for help with radio assignments. And it's nice that there is that balance, you know what I mean? It's beautiful, and I know you definitely have that in your musical theater manager well you know so it's a little bit different because i know that you do you go you are a commuter when it comes to radio classes and filming classes i know you have a class where you actually have to bring a camera and i know that you guys did a thing the other day where you would follow someone around with a camera so it it takes a lot of like i'm doing this you're gonna do this and it takes a lot of like all right you're working as a team and you're telling each other what to do and you're working in harmony and it's it's just such a cool thing it's the same thing with musical theater it's really hard because we're gonna be doing scenes and we're gonna be doing like songs from shows and you we're not gonna be be in person together like who knows what tracks we're gonna use someone's background track could be Four seconds off compared to another one and when we try to put it together it it's gonna be a mess the entire project i you know i've been seeing that i watched recently a, a choir group did a video and you could tell some of the singers were a couple seconds behind well not too much but enough that there was a difference that you could tell like oh somebody's definitely slightly off but they're, they tried to save it but you know? I saw a video like that too the other day uh, for one of my vocal classes. We had to watch videos and compare 
what it was like for different kinds of virtual choirs. And one group, you know, obviously they didn't, they weren't able to like line up all of their clips perfectly. I totally get that, yeah. And, you know, the singer's voices, it didn't sound like, you know, it didn't sound like four people, you know, like a soprano, an alto, bass, and a tenor. It right, sounded right. like 30 just different voices. Oh, no. It was it was pretty bad. Well, that hurts my heart. <laughs> yeah. How could your school make the remote students feel more connected? Well, honestly, right now, I think they're doing the best that they can with offering part-time coming back in or full-time being back in. Um, again, I don't feel safe, especially because my school recently did have a case of COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's just COVID is something that I really don't want to, like, mess with. No, I totally get you that. You know, I mean, there's people at home. We have little siblings, our parents, obviously. I don't right. want to get them sick because they're very hardworking people. They're busy. Definitely. I mean, COVID would, like, COVID would, like, really make things a lot harder for us if everybody had it. Right. So what is your school to do? Like, what is your school doing to make you still feel like a part of the experience, like, socially, despite you being completely remote? Well, our teachers do have Google Meets where we can all go in and everybody gets to sit and, like, you get a few minutes before class to, like, sit and talk with your friends. One of our teachers um, lets us have a Google Meet chat. Oh, that's nice. And the comments were so funny the other day. I was laughing. It, it honestly, I mean, those people, again, those are people that I've known for the past four years. And, I mean, I came from a completely different district. I didn't know anybody except one person who was, like, my best friend since third grade. That was the only person I knew. Right, and it's a big school. It's so a very big school, especially I totally now that understand, it's two schools yeah. combined. And then That's it was right. like, everybody was just like, here you go. And I was like, I don't know how to make friends. It's hard to also make friends when it comes to doing stuff virtually. But I found the best way is to just, when you go into a Google Meet, Turn your camera on for a few seconds. If you guys are out there listening, please try this. Just turn your camera on for a second, flash a nice smile, and just act like you want to be there even if you don't. You should always want to be there, and I hope you're not texting too much during class, but I totally get it. I'm taking an interpersonal communication class, and one of my classmates, you know, we were talking in the group chat during class because one of us asked a question or something. I don't even remember how it started. And then we messaged each other, and now we have each other's number, and, like, we help each other out with the content of the class if we're confused. And that's nice, and I totally agree. When you're remote, and for some of my, my, and for some of my classes, I am completely remote. So it's nice to still be able to, like, make friends and meet people despite the situation. So has your school provided resources to kids in your district? So, yeah, my district has been very supportive of the kids in all the schools. They have been giving kids computers. They're giving out free lunches to students that don't, that aren't able to have lunches for themselves, um, which is really nice. And, you know, it makes, it makes sure that kids are getting something to eat and they're having full meals and that they're staying healthy, especially during a time like this where it's really important to stay as healthy as possible. And, you know, the school was giving out computers and they have you go in temporarily and then they, like, clean all the classrooms and, like, they give you extra time to go from class to class because, you know, the hallways have to be completely, like, spaced out. 
so they do make it very like helpful it's very beneficial for everybody they make sure everybody's safe they try to make sure that everybody gets their schedules taken care of scheduling was obviously really hard because so many kids schedules ended up changing yeah um because you know people would get their schedule and it would say that like oh for this class you're in person but they were like i'm remote all the time so there's no way that i can be in an in-person class my my best friend actually had to change it and her entire schedule got changed like two days before school started oh geez that's a bit stressful she freaked out i'd freak out too that's pretty stressful yeah it was oh it yeah. happened to me, too, just the other day. We talked about it. We sure did. In Eastern, there was a similar problem, and then they released a survey, and then they told everybody, we're going to give you guys your schedules a couple weeks late, and they came up with a whole system, whether you're completely online, if you're hybrid in person, or you're hybrid and it's a rotating class schedule, like you go to different rooms to, like, so the students can fit the size. I know in all of my situations, I'm either online or we're, we're hybrid in cohorts. It's a really interesting program, and it really seems to have been working well. So, what do you like about being remote, and what would you change? Okay, so I there are some pros to being remote. I do like that I don't have to put a uniform on. Um, it's really nice to just get to sit in comfy clothes. I mean, my teachers are pretty cool with us. Like, if we want to lay in bed, because, like, our house is so busy, we always have little kids running around. So the best thing I can do is try to find time to hide in a room and just wrap myself in a blanket and just listen to my teacher talk. Today, I actually almost fell asleep on the phone. Well, that's not good. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Um, well, so yesterday, on Tuesday, was our little brother's birthday, and I had a Google Meet call, and he decided to join in. Oh, he is so Which cute. Which makes remote learning really fun. That's something that I like about remote yes, learning. Yes, you're seeing your professor's pets, or you're seeing your classmates' siblings running around. Like, I think that's really cute. Or your professors show you their babies. One of, I think that's adorable. I had a teacher who showed us pictures from her wedding. <gasps> she got married over the quarantine. It was Aww. like a very small wedding. She's definitely one of my favorite teachers, though. Oh, what a queen. Can I give her a shout-out? Um, of course. Mrs. Piscino? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's my Pacino. fave. I love her so much. What a gem. Wow. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's so sweet. So, obviously, that's something we like about being remote, but what would you change? Um, I would definitely change the lack of good Wi-Fi. I think... I think that's an us problem, if well, anything. No, honestly. Well, we're I've a big family teachers. using Wi-Fi, and we're all using it at once. Desktops, phones, laptops. iPads, computers, Like, every yeah. device in this house. I mean, it is a lot. So, But I do agree. And then I know, I believe in your district, they were providing Wi-Fi routers to yeah. students who couldn't have access so, to it. Yeah. There was a company that was giving out free Wi-Fi during the pandemic to students in certain towns that didn't have enough money to pay for like they didn't have wi-fi normally right. but they were able to get it to make sure that the kids could be educated uh so after that happened everybody started to log into the google classrooms and it would be like i tried to log in yesterday again on tuesday and you know 
Yeah, just complete overload. Like, it just it couldn't like, handle it. It was like, it, it's going to turn off your camera and your mic because there's 34 people in the meet. Yeah, no, I like, totally, ha, that's ha, hilarious. you thought you are going to be heard? No. There's <laughs> too many people. Silence. Well, that's funny, but, you know, do you do you plan on going back in person at least part-time in the future? You don't, I mean, maybe a couple days a week, or, like, I'm doing, or what's your thoughts? Well, so my thoughts on this is, obviously, I do care a lot about what my parents think, because I know that they've been very, like, on the, like, border with letting us back, not wanting it, just because it's, it's, it's This scary. is a hard decision for anybody. It's a anybody. very hard decision. And I feel like because it's my senior year, I do want to go back at least for a little bit just to be like, hey, this is me like one last time before I like. Right. And then you're missing and then you're missing prom. You know, you're missing all the big senior events. And I I know how you look so sad right now. And I'm sorry to mention it, but I, I know that's definitely. Well, I miss junior prom, too. Oh, that's right. And if I miss seeing, I also never got to take the SAT. There's a fun fact. Oh, but who cares? Well, you no, put- because to get into college, <laughs> I mean, I need an SAT. Well, you're going to CSB. I mean, do they require? I don't know. That's the thing. Oh, well. Also, another quick tip for you guys that are remote. Make sure to talk to your teachers about, like, schools and stuff. Yes, talk about your plans now. You should be. You should have gotten your letters of recommendation at the end of your junior year. Definitely. And then start applying the sun. Uh, well, because I know this is usually a show for college students, but like, I'm the exception. Well, well, this is a special edition because, like you said, you want to go back soon, hopefully part time. Really so you're a future commuter. So I'll allow it for this week. Thank you very much for allowing me. I appreciate. So it. well, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, you know, thank you for being on the show. Um, if you're a commuter within the Eastern community, I really want to hear from you. Please shoot me an email, fritzaguire at my.easternct.edu. I would love to have you on the show. Kaylee, I want to thank you again for being on the show. You are absolutely wonderful. We're going to start wrapping up for this week, but if you think that only one hour a week isn't enough, you can check out my other work with Clovercrest Media Group on our website, or you can tune into I-98.3 in Willimantic on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Don't forget to follow at Eastern Commuters and at SGA at Eastern and at Eastern Warrior Promise to keep up with what's going on on campus. And to keep up with any updates from me, you can follow at Eden Elizabeth on air on Instagram or get schooled on Facebook or Eden Elizabeth 51 on Twitter. But again, that's going to do it for this week. I'm Eden Elizabeth. Thanks for tuning in to either WECS 90.1 FM Willimantic or Clovercrest Media Group. I appreciate your continued support. Class dismissed. I'll see you guys next week.